Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast presented by PointsBet. Use that promo code CHGO to get two risk-free bets up to 2000 bucks. One last time in the regular season, Luke Stuckmeyer, Ryan Herrera, Cody Del Mendo, 15-2, the Cubs pound the Reds, and they finish 74-88 and on the season. We will have plenty of podcasts in the offseason, but this is the last one of the regular season. In fact, we'll have more podcasts this week, and then starting on Monday, that's when we'll begin our daily 120 podcast live on YouTube. You'll still be able to download them and listen to them in podcast form, but the YouTube shows will be live at 120 during the week. I was um, going to say, Matthew Gregory said, can't wait for 2023 to come, and I was just going to say, hey, we're wait. not going anywhere. Don't have to yeah. wait. We got to finish 2022 first. We'll be in uh, the chat. It's lit right now. Yeah. We can't see it on TV because Joey has the private chat showing and not the regular comments, but oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm looking up from my computer. and yeah, uh, I got, it on. I got A lot of people here up. for the last game of the year for the 2022 Cubs, and to me, I think that just says everything you need to know about how much people give a shit about this franchise. So I love to see that. I love to, you know, that's one thing that we can always hold some court, some sort of solace with as we close this season out. Yeah. Like, like you, you can look at it as a bad thing because then you got the conspiracy theorists who think that they're never going to spend because we're going to show up no matter what. But then you can always look at it as like, well, it's different here. So, <laughs> You know, That's like, what they tell us. It's different here. Yeah, they had to so, bring it back one last time this yeah. season. <laughs> and at 74 wins, it's more wins than last season. So as Michael Collada would say, that's a successful season. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he would say Well, that, actually, yeah. that's Tom Ricketts, but not Michael. <laughs> um, no, but it, the bottom line is they did make some improvements, specifically in individual players. Was there a difference in where they are in the division? Not really. You know, mm-hmm. although there were some predictions, I think it was Pakota rankings. Didn't Pakota have the Reds finishing ahead of the Cubs this season? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I believe yeah. they did. I mean, we didn't. I no, we like didn't. We did not. We said they're probably third place. Yeah, yeah. and, and a clear third yeah. place. Because it was yeah. like a clear third place. Third, yeah, third place, and that's what it ended up being. So. Yeah, I mean, Ryan, you said we, we'll go back at some point in the next week and look at our preseason predictions yep. to see how they unfolded. But I know you were certainly closest to the record, but realistically, we weren't. None of us were that far off. Thirteen short of mine, baby. <laughs> I mean, one, I one. thought Cody's was absurd, <laughs> and it was still only thirteen off, right? <laughs> yeah. Absurd. I mean, I think me and Corey both had seventy-seven wins. Like, I think me and yeah, Corey you guys missed by three. Yeah, three. you finished with the same close. Thing. We almost had it. Yeah. Um. So what was you know we're asking everybody in the chat and we're asking here. And we could talk about this game if you want individually, um, and maybe we will in a little bit. But like, what, what was your favorite part of the <laughs> 2022 season? I know what everybody's least favorite part is, and that's the losing. Yeah, you absolutely. know, the the 10 game losing streak, the one that almost was a 10 that ended up being uh, nine. Right, the, little, some, the one the one run losses. A lot of people say the, <laughs> some of the lineups early on, the frustration mm-hmm. over like why are some guys playing when you're trying to develop young guys? Yeah. But what's what was your what were your favorite parts of the season? Because it's better than what we almost had, which when we started this network was no baseball season. True. Yeah. True. Oh man. Bad is. baseball season is still better than no baseball. It's season. weird Absolutely. that like within a week of us launching, like baseball like was back, like the lockout yeah. ended. They heard but about us. The week, they heard about us. <laughs> the week before, we're like, this us, might yeah. go. Like I think Cody predicted June. 
Yeah. Like, when baseball would be back. I had no like, hope. I, we were, I, I, I might hope. have been thinking 4th of July. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, my favorite part, Alfonso Soriano wearing the hot dad summer uh, shirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, when John Lester came back and got the probably the biggest ovation of the season at Wrigley Field. Um, you know, Morell's uh, homer first at bat. I think everyone probably has that as their favorite. Also, Suzuki's inside the park homer. That was a cool. Yeah, that was uh, in in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, Um, I was gonna say May seventeenth, two thousand twenty-two, Cody's birthday, Morell's homer, brand new struck out five guys. The first day, wisdom goes big knob. Yeah, big knob wisdom. (laughs) Big knob wisdom. That was a season turned around. That was was a huge day. (laughs) That was a huge day. I mean, I mean, adding on to the Soriano one, that was the same day. Robbie Gold was was seen in the stands. Jennifer yeah. Garner was in the oh, stands. Oh, that's right. Rich, big, Rich says, big celeb day. Rich says uh, Schwindel's flat tire. <laughs> what a story. Uh, oh, yeah. The Have whole we, going, the, going getting demoted yeah. and then uh, does, can't get it there, so they put him on a flight to well, San Diego. What was his name? Jake, the guy that uh, had Frank on his flight. He's been in our chat before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He hasn't been here in a while, but happened. yeah. No, I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He said he saw him on his flight. He was breaking news, man. <laughs> What about you? Uh, for me, uh, there were two games that were like two hours and 20 minutes. Oh, man. There Remember those? Like those 210? Yeah, the 210 one was big. Oh, those were good for vibes. Um, the ice cream socials. I just had it. I finished big. I finished the season big. Yeah, we you had know? cake. Portillo's cake. To be quite honest, this final game of the season, although the Cubs won 15 to 2, it felt like the longest game it of really the year. It really was the longest game. It wasn't of the year. it wasn't a West Coast game where we were here at like 11:30 waiting to do the post game show. It just felt like eternity. Mm-hmm. So Cody brought cupcakes, I had a cupcake, and then somebody had a leftover Portillo's chocolate cake sitting oh. over there. And at about the 6th inning I was like I'm not going to make it. I got to have a little cake. Yeah. yeah. And it got me through, it pushed me through. So mm-hmm. uh, it's been the cake it's been the short games. It's been the ice cream social. It's been singing Creed <laughs> at the end of the season. <laughs> With arms wide open. Three straight shows now. Creed. <laughs> Lie the W. Matthew Gregory also sh- throws out Theo laying in the bleachers. Oh, that was a good. One. Oh, Bleacher basket. Yeah, that's right. Um, that was that was a I forgot about vibes. that. I was gonna say Kyle's uh eight and two thirds in San Diego. That oh, was a yeah. quick game. And yeah. it was like yeah. that's the professor. And that's his first like game against ago. the Brewers was pretty great. Top yeah, Gun Day. Yeah. Top first, Gun Day was the, big. Yep. That was big for the Cubs and also like this show. I mean, right. you got you saw Stucky at peak performance. Who you got was big for everybody out there, of course. Oh, Ever, yeah. That was what everyone cared about the most was who you got, guys. But, yeah, Wait till you get the to the end, end of the results of that, by the oh, way. Man. The end of this show. Wait till we gonna, recap gonna, what happened there. We're going to need a graphic made by Joseph Spathis uh, with who you got uh, final results. Brutal. Other big, uh, other big like moments. I mean, individual performances, sure, like guys had good seasons, but I'm just trying to think of like moments. Uh, that um, Hughes was definitely one of them. Where he ne- kept striking guys out, and his family was there. That Nico play when Strowman was pitching in right field, the, the, the 360 throw to first. That yes. was a good oh, one. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that like blew up. Um, you know, Wilson. First game of the year, opening day was a great game. Uh, Nico hit the homer. Yeah. And then Ian Happ hit a game, go ahead double, I believe. And this is against beat Milwaukee. Corp, they beat Milwaukee. Yeah. It was yeah. a shitty weather day, but like there was hope that yeah. day, right? We had hope that maybe this team would be better. Uh, if you look back at most memorable games, I mean, honestly, that game on for, for opening day, that 
for me in recent history, that was one of the more exciting opening days in in recent Cubs history, at least for me. And I was gonna say two days later is when Keegan hit McCutcheon and you oh, love oh, that. Oh no, there's a moment. How did I not say that? that? I'd say oh Keegan God. hitting McCutcheon is a top five moment in the season. Yes. That, that, that was that produced one of the biggest gifts of the year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, like that the little, little yeah. shoulder shrug, chew the gum, walk yeah. off. Matt. That's when I said he should be running for mayor. <laughs> I still would take him over Lori Lightfoot. Matt, uh, Matt said naked naked guy having a heater. <laughs> yeah, yes, I mean, that, he did that yes, a lot. Yes, yeah, yes. That, that was one moment. Yeah. That was it hasn't really, you know, it, it cooled off for a little bit, and then I actually saw him in jeans and a shirt out there. Mm-hmm. So he will not this winter be going full naked guy out on the patio, I don't believe. There was a comeback win in there against the Red Sox, I believe. That was fun. Uh, I will say one I wasn't, I wasn't at, but one that was – Cool to see. And I, I mean, this is when I came back from St. Louis. We had the pot after um, Wilson coming back after the trade deadline two run go ahead homer in the bottom of the eighth against the Marlins yeah. uh, to win. It was, yeah. it was a good one. Yeah, it was Speaking cool. of Wilson, I guess, you know, Marquis shoved it down our throats all season, but him and his brother. Right. Yeah, that was, that was a, a cool good. moment. I mean, they, you did know, they, they need to talk replay. about it as much as they did. No, probably they, re- they replayed it again towards the end. Yeah. Thank you once again for sharing that. Uh, what about the uh, corn game? Oh, I dreams. forgot. About, I forgot I was there. I forgot all about the corn game for field you. That was big. Was, yeah. was a lot, a lot of fun. A lot mm. of fun. That's probably yeah. That's that's now now that you put it back in my brain. That's my favorite. Was Nesky debut? Yeah, of the, of the season for sure. Yeah, we got, a, we got a we oh. got a super chat, Joey. Uh, like, thank you. Okay, David. Elliott. David Elliott. Just he says, uh, just want to say thanks for an excellent inaugural season of CHGO Cubs. Pat Hughes is the soundtrack of the summer, and there is much to look forward to in 2023. Appreciate this show and the whole CHGO team. Thank David you, Elliott, is that, is that 1999? Oh, that's our goodness. biggest one ever. I was going to say, that's our biggest one. And, like, I watched the Bears post game, and they got a $99 one the other day. I feel like, like we, just, we just made it. Yeah, that's our like moment. We just made yeah, it, that, David. Yeah, yeah, that's that. our moment right and there. I, David's been in our, our chats, like, all season. Yeah, he's, like, he's been, been here been all season. He's been one of the constant. Uh, uh, people hopping in, chatting like he's always there. So, yeah, I just made it to the top five moments of the season. Yeah, go. maybe <laughs> just underneath ice cream social day. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you can surpass David if you send us another super chat. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of great comments in here. Yeah, I mean, it's, Steve, it's Cody, and Ryan did it's a great job right this year. Yeah, becoming Steve was nice. Oh yes. Someone said, "Oh wait, Steve. we already did that." The, when when he became Maverick, we already did that one. Yeah, Maverick, did yeah, that. Maverick yeah, Day. Yeah. No, it, uh, All I'll my rants one. about Yachty. <laughs> yeah, a few, a few of Cody's rants. Uh, the, we deserve better rant. What about the Esteban Kiros game? Oh, the Esteban. Most unlikely, who you got winner of all time? That Steve wouldn't shut up about. Got two points. He still won't. He still got a two pointer. Jack R oh, says so. when Cody became Dell Metrics. Yep, May seventeenth, yeah. right. right. two thousand. Yeah, a lot happened on that day. Numbers, yeah. Yeah. Was I, that's going to be like when we start doing on this I, day in CHGO you know, history. I, I turned thirty-one. May seventeenth is going to be a huge one. Twenty twenty-two. I turned. <laughs> Cody became a numbers guy. <laughs> I turned twenty, or I turned thirty-one, and suddenly opening baseball savant was like a thing for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I just want to say like thanks to everyone that's been on. I mean, this. Very, I mean, obviously, you guys have spent more time on these couches in the chat than I have. I'm in the park mm-hmm. a lot, so usually I'm only hopping in towards the end of the shows, but I get and I understand how difficult it was at times to, to get on here every night after a game, talk about the game, chat, try to make it fun. Um, so everyone that's ever hopped in the chat and, um, you know, tried to 
interact with us that's mm-hmm. that's just made it easier to do our job like right obviously we're super super thankful for anyone yeah. anyone that's done Absolutely. that this year and for rachel for making us the rachel, number yes. one international podcast yeah. the first oh, yeah. one ever at all city how sports did, how did we forget greatest rachel. one ever oh, forget we didn't forget rachel. rachel we didn't forget her but she should have been like one of the first things we said that's true for sure well now i'm hoping with the 120s in the off season get her every day but if she's six hours ahead she'd be able to join she's a little more often, she's probably right? just winding down <laughs> it, we'll call it uh supper with rachel there you go. Podcast <laughs> name. Yeah. right there you go does, does anybody outside of chicago call it supper no i've never so. actually called you it never supper. Called i don't call it supper i don't, I don't, call supper. I don't I, as a kid i called it supper it's dinner now i just I, it's just food to me food just, when we get what are we getting for food you and you and steven <laughs> your, your mcdonald's bag came in and i thought it was dinner for everybody oh yeah, yeah. no just from I, Corey, I uh, Corey left a comment earlier he says final post game of the year thanks for all the great shows boys happy to have been part of some hey we wouldn't be it's here without fun. Corey and brennan honestly yeah the pitch doctor <laughs> yeah. jack r said the creation of d war better than <laughs> f and b war <laughs> facts don't let don't let the the facts of a good story or what is it stucky don't, Say don't let facts, facts get in the way of a, of a good, good story don't let facts get in the way of a good story thank you i never get it right the number one rule of journalism yeah the number one rule absolutely <laughs> the top uh, of the code uh, of ethics we have, we, i mean i'm trying to think what else we had i guarantee you we're missing something yeah the hugging um, brothers uh fran mill pitching how about the epic april fool's day prank stucky come oh, on joey that was, that do we have to talk about that that, that, was, was, that wasn't even during the regular that season so it count. that's not uh, that's not that top moment of the season that's the top moment of chgo history oh my god not for ryan and cody and Corey. well cody was the one that really got <laughs> I forgot it Corey was here too Corey got sucked <laughs> in on it too so i have a theory my theory is that that was so early on in chgo history it was april 1st so we were less than a month in i think cody held a grudge for a lot i think he was like yeah Dude, he did probably did cool. he's the one that started the steve thing he started telling people in the chat call him steve he call him steve <laughs> It took it took a couple months to chip away Every, at Cody's shell after the prank. Everyone has learned here that I am a never forget, never forgive guy. <laughs> we broke. We you broke. Know, you cross me once, and you're right. done. That's why Yachty, right. I don't shut up about how much I can't stand the guy. You don't like Yachty or Molina? Uh-huh. Yeah, if you're new I to the show, no you probably idea. didn't know that. After 162 uh, games, I had no idea. Oh, Pat Hughes finding out he was being inducted to the Cubs Hall of Fame. Oh, that was, yes. I saw Corey say that was the one goat. of his. The goat. Yes. Um, Jack R said, "How about the trade deadline? That was like one of my least favorite parts of the season. That well, you got Wesneski though. Yeah. It was just it was too much going on. I guess point. if we want to flip it, my least favorite parts, I and mean, not including the losses, it was the talking about oh the trade deadline every single day. It felt like, and then since then it's been as Wilson saying yeah. goodbye. Like it's, it's right. just, well, the whole thanks, season, it, it was a lot. Of that. We didn't talk about like." what's going to happen with Wilson every single day since the trade deadline because the Cubs were actually winning games, so it was actually kind of a distraction. But, I mean, I felt like every day before the like before July, we were talking about what's, what's the trade deadline. How did we forget about this? Jo- Joel said the day Luke went from Steve to Luke Thickmeyer was pretty cool. <laughs> yes. Because well, yes. oh, I was eating. That's when you were shaking your ass. In front oh of the yeah, camera. yeah. Oh, that, was, yes. yeah, that was the day we we live streamed the whole game with us, like us. Oh right, yes, the well, live. We probably stream. have to do more of those. Yes, I think I I feel like we will. Although that was, it did feel like an eternity watching that whole game. 
Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, like to, I like to kind of come in and out of the games a little mm. bit, float in and out of the situation. Wow. that was. I, so I asked on I Twitter. I'm trying to see if I can find it now. Uh, I asked, Molina tweets. Did, <laughs> do you think this Cubs season went better than expected for you? Worse than expected for you? Or exactly how you thought it was going to go? Well, you go considering first. Considering I was only three games <clears throat> away from my total was pretty much about as I expected. As he flexes. <laughs> I I will say that, I mean, like in May and June, like like compared to like, say, say the season started in May and June or what we're kind of comparing it to. It's like, then I thought the rest of the season was going to go a different direction. I think we all kind of did when they were 20 games under 500 within the yeah. first three months of the season. Mm-hmm. Did I think I didn't think they would end up 14 games under 500? But uh, again, that was uh, last two months of the season, last three really almost starting pitching improved, which we all I think we all kind of agreed that they had solid starting pitching, not like top tier, not bo- definitely not bottom tier, like solid starting pitching that just was never healthy at the same time. And that just kept messing everything up. And so I think we all kind of agreed that if they could get healthy and and be able to just have a consistent rotation for a while, they'll turn things around, and they did. And and I think that's the biggest reason why the Cubs ended up finishing the season. You know, what they won twelve of the last fifteen, something like that. Like third best starters year. Like that was huge. So I guess the question was, did it go about as I expected? I think considering what I thought this team was preseason, I'd say about, yeah, like I, they weren't going to make the playoffs unless something crazy happened. Something, everything went right, but they weren't going to be below the reds and the pirates in the standings. They weren't going to be a bottom eight team in the, Mm -hmm. in in the majors. Like they kind of did exactly what I expected. And so you can vote on that, by the way, on my Twitter, uh, at Luke Stuckmeyer, it's 500 votes right now, 52% saying exactly as expected. 42% 42% saying better than expected, only 6% saying worse than expected. I would agree with that. I think it's one or the other two. Yeah. Now, I know I said 87 wins, guys. And Jack R is pointing that out once again in the chat. I get it. <laughs> now, I will say that it went about as what I expected based off my thought process on how I thought that maybe they would get 87 wins, and that is play 500 ball. For most of the year and then maybe have a hot streak at the end that maybe propelled them to 87 and they sneak in the playoffs and the brewers look like frauds like i said they would be that was that was basically my thought process and they basically did that for a half a season the first half did not go that well they they hell they were better than a 500 team in the second half of the season so to me in my eyes i think that it's it was about as i expected if you you get the kind of pitching the kind of starting pitching and even the bullpen despite their flaws in in August, especially after the deadline, you get that that kind of performance for a full year, you're going to be in it. I don't know if you're going to make the playoffs, but you're going to be in it. You get pitching, doesn't matter how talented your roster is or not. Like, I mean, I think the Guardians are a great example of that. Yep. Like, no one had, no one thought that team was going to be anywhere close to the playoffs this year. And, 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 the, and they are. I know their division sucks, but still, like, you, you you get pitching and 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 you put a good bullpen together like they kind of have, then you're gonna be in ball games. And you know, maybe if some of those one run games went the Cubs way earlier in the year, maybe, maybe they maybe they do get 80 wins like Luke predicted. You know what I mean? But you know, 
it's kind of like how the Giants were last year. We're like, I think they were predicted about the same amount of wins that mm-hmm. the Cubs were predicted this year. And they ended up winning what, like 106 or something like that last year. It was like, what did they have? They had really good starting pitching. They had players. They had a, an older roster of players, but those guys had very good years overall, most of them. And I mean, again, it came down to like their starting pitching was solid enough to give them a chance to win every time out. And that's yeah. the Cubs could have been there had you know just the injury bug it really hurt them so much this year or if they would have kept a couple of the guys and not gone full rebuild like but that's part of taking it from here and moving it forward you know like you'll see the benefits of that and you're starting to see the benefits of that move now and and in this off season and in the next season i would say finish wise it's exactly what i expected Mm -hmm. it would have been better expected it had they made the playoffs but it almost exactly what we expected you know below 500 third place some big losing streaks I, I would say i didn't expect the end of the season now the part that was better than expected is if you're evaluating it on individual yeah. development mm-hmm. Steele, his development was better than expected thompson better than expected christopher morell better than expected um Brandon getting Hughes. Brandon Hughes better than expected getting Wesneski, a guy that you think might be in your starting rotation next year for a bullpen guy might be, and he might be your top pitching prospect better than expected. Right. Mm-hmm. Rivas, Hermosillo, VR Simmons, uh, those guys underperformed, maybe not expectations, but hopes. Right, Th- those were hopes you were having for some guys. Yeah, closer probably to their floor than their ceiling. Which yes, I mean, and and yeah. and somebody like Saya, I didn't know what to expect. So I would say he was right about the middle. You know, like I I do see a, a bright future for him, but we were also talking like thirty home runs this season, yeah. and that didn't happen. Well, so his last month was yeah. Was oh, he had a great really, last month. really yeah. good last month. Maybe a, little, a long, month and change. Really, really yeah. good. And Ian Happ, hurt. Ian Happ, yeah. better than expected. Yeah, he's really been. I mean, he's Ian still- Happ probably had like I know Nico Horner really opened our eyes, but like Ian Happ, like if there's any feel good story for the Cubs this year, is Ian Happ. Like if you've been a fan of his, yeah. and you've been rooting him, rooting for him to finally take that next step. Uh, I was not one of those guys. Me and Luke weren't one of those guys. We were. We were talk. We've mentioned many times. We thought, you know, this guy could get non-tendered, and he came out and had an all all-star season. wasn't just a first half thing. He did it the entire year. And we've been talking the last couple of days about Wilson and his future. Well, to me, Ian Happ is higher on the priority list than Wilson Contreras, in my in my opinion. Yeah, and and Stroman ended up being right about what we expected. Yeah, right. You no, know, he wasn't early on, but by mm-hmm. the end. And, right and his numbers would probably be even better if he didn't go on the IL because of COVID. No, oh, he went on. Yeah, he went on yeah. COVID. Came back. I remember him saying like he he just felt like he ramped up too quickly to try to get back out there, and that hurt him. So then he, I don't remember. I think he missed like a month or something with uh, something with his shoulder. I want to say it was. Um, so that I mean that disrupted a lot. And then we even saw a few flashes of like that one uh, game in on his birthday in, in Milwaukee early in the season. I want like it was May first or something like that. He had seven. Seven innings, like two hits, something like that, against the Brewers. Um, outdueled whoever he was pitching against that day, and that was like, okay, like that's a that's an outing, Marcus Stroman. That you feel you feel confident in Marcus Stroman. And then after that, the next two ish months were like COVID, injured, 
a couple bad performances and then he comes back right before the all-star break and from then for, so basically the last three months has been a guy you feel like you can count on next season to help the Cubs win games when he's out there and another guy that you know I, I wouldn't say I didn't have expectations I thought Jan Gomes was a good signing I was like oh yeah he's a veteran guy he'll be good he'll catch some games be good with I would say his impact was better than expected though like especially clear, clearly young defense. pitchers developed under Wilson and Jan Gomes and and Jan Gomes especially in the second half of the season where you saw that team ERA go really start dropping mm -hmm. and young pitchers kind of pick it up yeah. um part of that was Wilson was hurt and Jan was catching a lot so I mm -hmm. get I do give him credit for being not only professional but uh probably better than expected part of me feels like we never really I don't want to say we didn't give Jan Gomes a chance but like we went into the season thinking Jan Gomes was just going to be Wilson Contreras's replacement right because of the deadline and everything and and he was on a two-year deal and you're like eh, he's just you know he's just going to be a a like a gap you know what stop I mean? gap. a stopgap for Amaya or mm -hmm. if they sign someone else like if outside of maybe that little hope we had that they're gonna that they're gonna keep Wilson, which they still could. But he he definitely surpassed any kind of expectations that I had. I I mean, admittedly I didn't really know too much about him except for the fact that he was on the Nationals when they won the World Series and like, you know, seemed like he'd been a you know a backup most of his career. I mean, you look at his numbers, like it's weird. You looked at you look at his offensive numbers. And you're like, this guy stinks. But then, like, the eye test does not say that to me. My The eye test for Jan Gomes is like, his numbers are better than this. But they weren't. And it's like, I don't know how to understand. But I guess that goes to show, like, maybe his he showed so much value on defense. Yeah. And maybe he just had so many clutch hits that maybe stuck out more than anything i don't know i really don't know but well he definitely hit a lot better in like this last month like, yeah i want to say he's like his wrc plus is i know he definitely went through a stretch where he wasn't doing much yeah. hitting at all but yeah like I mean, it's definitely over, the last month it's and a half over 100 so. like september october but again it's like that we talked about not too long ago how catchers value comes from their ability to you know be good defensive be able to frame be able to call a game, be able to work with a pitching staff. And clearly, Jan Gomes is very good at all those things. Mm -hmm. uh, just the way you, you could see it when he catches, you hear the pitchers talk about him, you hear the coaches talk about him. Like, clearly, Jan can do all those things well. And uh, as much as Wilson provided offensively, and how, you know, he's like clearly one of the best offensive catchers in baseball, you can see it from the, you know, champions in, in recent seasons that even league average offensive offensive production from your catcher is not necessary. It's not a requirement to win a world series because it really does matter. Like you look at, you know, Maldonado with the Astros, they're still a really good team. They're, they're the second best team in the American league right now, but they won over a hundred games. They might be first actually, right? Are they first? The Astros have the best, Astros, they have the best, best record. record right? yeah. I don't know if it was them or the Yankees, but um, they're still, and they're, you know, and there's a Mark Martin Maldonado who, um, isn't really a good offensive he doesn't catcher hit. Like, at all. Like he, he does doesn't at all. He's the <laughs> yes, thirteen career bats with the Cubs. Andrelton Simmons of catchers. <laughs> yeah. So so thirteen career bats as a Cub. So Cubs yeah. Like so as much as 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 Wilson provided to this team with his bat, 
the more value you get from your catcher is going to be from what they do with the glove and what they do being able to call games with the pitching staff. Like that's, and if that, that's clearly what Jan Gomes provides. And I don't, I don't know what I don't, I don't think Wilson is back next year. I do. I do think the Cubs extend the qualifying offer. I think he rejects it and looks for like, you know, go. I I think I, 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 my gut tells me the, 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 you know, relationship is over after this year. Not like, it's just like they're, you know, Wilson's going somewhere else. Cubs are moving on. And if you have Jan Gomes as your starting catcher next year, as long as he keeps providing that defensive value, you can withstand if his production, you know, dips back down again next season. It's sort of like a choosing a point guard that just distributes and runs the offense and isn't worried about scoring 30, right? Like that's a little bit what if it is. Now, I will say this I said Jan Gomes played better than expected. So did Wilson Contreras. It was one of his best seasons. That's true. An all-star again, right? Like Wilson Contreras was better than expected. And in addition to that, one of the reasons he was better than expected, not only were his numbers better offensively, I expected him to be swallowed up by this process of the trade deadline. I just thought the emotions were going to be too much for him. Now, the emotions were a big part of it. He talked about it. He cried a bunch of times. But he never went in this huge slump where you were like, it's Except just getting July. to him. Yeah. He can't he can't take it anymore. He's July just, was July, that. July, especially the last couple of weeks at of the, July. At the very like, end, but like for the most part, yeah. it was one of his best offensive seasons. And Absolutely. I will say this while every I'm not saying what the Cubs are probably choosing to do is wrong, because we have seen successful teams like Maldonado with the Astros. But remember, the Cubs won the World Series, and you're saying, well, it was David Ross. Yes, David Ross and Miggy Montero came up with some huge hits in the postseason. So yeah. you can't have a catcher that doesn't hit at all. You don't want that yeah, yeah. either. Mm-hmm. So you see, Jan Gomes had, there was a few games where, like, it's the Jan Gomes game. That's the, right. The game that Luke Thickmeyer was born, Jan had like two or three, I was thinking it's probably two home runs. <laughs> and we're like, this is the Jan Gomes game. Like, yeah. this. So it, yeah. And again, his, his, his offensive production was a lot better this last month. And maybe maybe you give that a shot and see what he can do in, mm-hmm. um, you know, full 162 as your number one right. catcher. Uh, just want to point out Ravi coming into the chat, uh, quoting Green Day. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. That sounds like the Cubs season, in my opinion. That was almost like Green Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green shirt. I just had to point that out. Shout out to Ravi. He's another one who's been in the chat all season oh, long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably high for most of it, but he is a vibe, and I enjoy vibes. You see we have someone in here whose name is Steve's biggest fan. No. See, I can't see the chat. I, I can't manage two things on my Steve's, computer at one Steve's time. Steve's biggest fan. So I need, the, I need the private chat on our screen here to go to comments. So I can Steve's see biggest fan's comment was, Steve may not have won who you got this season, but he won our hearts. There you go. Yeah. See, thanks, Mom. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Rags uh, is here too. He says, uh, to Cody's point, that 2023 could be like 2015 and 2014. The Cubs went 73 and 89, not too off this season. Get a bat, get a starting pitcher. Maybe things take a jump next year again. That's that's the hope. Um, I don't know if overall you want to call it a successful season like Tom Ricketts did, but it all depends on how you look at it and the semantics of it. Yeah. Individually for some guys, certainly successful. Overall, when you finish third place and you're in Chicago and you're the number one team in town, 
and you're under under 500 you're under 500 and in bad division third place yeah. not successful so uh cody hopefully your gambling continues to be successful so that next season 162 new pairs of jordans oh. you could debut Imagine one would... for every, what if you just debuted a new pair of jordans for every series Ooh. I don't know if I could fit that many in my apartment. Every guys. different team they play, oh, so you yeah. only have to do division. I've had these opponent. for about a month. Okay, yeah. Right. <laughs> those are old. He's had those for four weeks. <laughs> yeah, got lost those. Out, I lost out on a pair. I tried to get the other before day. you do that, uh, Joey. We got a we got another super oh, chat. Oh, super chat! Yeah, yeah. Super chat. Woot, woot. We got PS five. Dat lie. We made it to the end. Cubs win. You're you're right about that. PS5 that lies. You're right right about that. Yeah, he's he's been he's been on here for a while too. He's been on here for always chatting with us. The comments made it to the we Um, did make it to the end. Like who who would have thought? Who would have thought? Is it over? Not me. It's not over. It's not over. We'll be back here tomorrow. Games are over. We've only just begun. We'll be back Friday Friday. for sure. Corey and Brennan tomorrow. Anyway, you know, last night I said SMU plus three. Last I checked, they're up ten to three. I think. I was I was looking at the reflection on the thing. So, you know, I said that. I said SMU money line. What's name something better than Wednesday night football? Thursday night football. Name something sure. better than Thursday night football? <laughs> Friday night football, baby. Uh, I could keep going. Anyway, this football season, guys, points bet is bringing you a better way to bet live on games, which means before this ad is over, you can place a live same game parlay, bet on the next drive to be a touchdown and cash out on your live second half. Overbet with PointsBet, you have access to more live football markets than ever before. Fill the perfect live same-game parlay by combining your favorite bets anytime during the game, including spreads, totals, player props, and more. Choose the outcome of the next drive and next points with PointsBet lighting bets. So whether you are on the move or on the couch, do it live on PointsBet. Download the PointsBet app today and sign up with code CHGO to get your first two bets risk-free up to $2,000 you're someone you know has a gambling problem. Wants help? Call one eight hundred Gambler for crisis counseling and referral services. Pins no, and a- I do not oh, need to do that. No, you don't. Uh, Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Get tons of compliments on and off the course. Family-owned golf and apparel business. Matt, today would have been a beautiful day to golf this morning or this afternoon, and it sounds like you have part of tomorrow to get around in too. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, even our favorite beer sleeve, an innovative product that allows you to store seven beers right inside your golf bag and keep them nice and cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Um, we got we got, got another, super, another chat. super chat. Another three super. We've never had a show with three super uh, chats. This is wonderful. This is from Fernando Rodriguez, who I don't think we've ever seen his name come up. So maybe he's just always watching, but never comments. Yeah. Uh, glad glad thanks, he's here now. Yeah, dollar ninety nine. Thanks for a good season of Cubs talk. Yeah, man, appreciate you for uh, tuning in. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Appreciate it. Yeah, everybody it. that's love tuning it, yeah. in, right? Anyone that's oh, tuning yeah. in. Again, I'll say like this. This community that's in the chat every day is it's not a community it's a family ryan well community they're fam they're they're the fam we are family we're the fam now this whole they are like family because we all yell at each other that's right there's some yelling there's some yelling you know there's 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 always big a little bickering bickering in the chat bickering yeah people are always yelling at us because they don't agree with us and then i'll (laughs) 
sometimes the chat will be so you know overreactionary that I got to yell about them. Yeah. But then Rhonda brings it back together and gives a wave yes. emoji, and everybody feels better. Yeah. Speaking of uh, Rhonda, this family, what would like? Where's Michael Coulotte? Like, what is he? What is his role in this? Well, he's family? the angry uncle. I was going to say yeah. he's, he's the angry, angry uncle. uncle. Okay. If I'm the grandfather, he's the angry uncle. All right. <laughs> Couldn't find any parking. <laughs> They're both him and Stucky both. Guy out in the there. grocery yeah. store. Yelling at the yelling, writing checks in front line. of me. Yeah. We had I'm one not, more. Um but he's right about a lot of stuff sometimes. Joel That's asked, true. Will Twitter spaces or a live show be in the works if the team makes a big move? I believe we'll try to yeah. do like we'll Ryan's definitely be doing live podcasts yeah, for sure. Emergency like emergency pods. Say the Cubs make a big signing or something. We'll definitely be doing emergency podcasts. Yeah. But again, we'll be here. We'll have shows Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I believe it's well, Corey, Corey and Brendan, and Brendan on Friday. Friday, I think is what yes. got decided, right? Yeah. I believe so. I believe so, yeah. So we'll, we'll have a lot of podcasts throughout the offseason. And then when Ours, stuff, yeah. The three of us will be doing it at 120 on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You might see Corey hop in. You might see Brendan hop in, too. Like, you might see obviously. some of the Sox guys jump in. Oh. You might see Matt Peck jump in. Yeah. You oh. might see Big Dave jump in. Jay Zawoski, I don't like to come on, I think. Yeah. Oh, He's a We might mix yeah. it up a little bit, right? Yeah, we might have weird. some fun shows. Um, a lot of fun shows coming. Did you see that uh, Michael Rucker hand wrote letters to every teammate? He, I, I guess in the past, he's written them to coaches and clubhouse staff. Um, but Albert Alzali uh, tweeted out a picture of his, and Rucker just was like a handwritten note card saying, what he appreciated about him. Thanks for being a great teammate. That's a nice move in a clubhouse. You don't get that. Like, first of all, I know what the clubhouse guys would certainly appreciate it. Now they probably appreciate a nice little end of season tip. This is when this is where yeah. they all get their end of season big tips coming. Yep, yep. But mm-hmm. I bet they also appreciate uh, that a major league player is taking the time to say thank you personally instead of just being like, bro, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was going to say, like, just, even like five letters, like I remember when I used to have to write like thank you letters for like presents and stuff. Oh, the worst! Oh, my hand would be cramping. I mm-hmm. thought I had carpal tunnel, and then so to do that for all the clubbies, for teammates, right. I know he gave it to all his bullpen. Uh, the rest of the guys in the bullpen, I want to say, is, is something that happened. Did he give it to the whole team? Like everyone on the team? Every player, yeah. Every now, player, I, every clubby. Like that's a lot of letters. Yeah, I was thinking. First of all, if you're in the chat, send us on Twitter or wherever or here in the chat. Any ideas you have for what you would like us to talk about? We're going to spend some time, Someone, obviously, right after the season, talking about grading players. But yeah. I have an idea that maybe we should each write some thank you letters to members of the chat and to ourselves. Mm. A show of thank yous. Okay. Just I like, like that. We'll pull it Michael Rucker style. Bye, Herb. Michael Collada, thank you for your honesty. I like that. Bobby, thank you for the smoke. <laughs> figuratively and literally <laughs> yeah, yes uh so um ryan is working on a story correct yes all chgo.com um make sure by the way just because it's the off season get the subscription get all the off season information he's gonna be for sure at winter meetings he's gonna be for sure at spring training so the current one you're working on is ranking top three yes top for now, it's top three. Top three, but yeah. we we might, you know, we'll see how it goes. Biggest success stories of the season. Yeah. Got a playoff of, yeah. right, Tom uh, Ricketts saying successful season. Yeah, Tom Ricketts calling it a successful season. I know <laughs> Michael Collada loves that. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, no, yeah, playing off that clearly 74 and 88, not a success, but there were individual successes in this season. And so kind of taking a look at that, taking a look at why they were successes. And uh, yeah, and I, I think that's and something we should all talk about. If there if there is any actually real success, and I don't know how much you want to take into it, but it does feel like a culture is brewing here. Like, why would someone like Michael Rucker do that to every player? Like, I don't know. Like that to me. Yeah. No, it, that's it, what it I think Adbert said something like right? that. It just goes to show how tight that group yeah. is. And of course, a lot of those guys aren't going to be part of the next team that held money to even make the playoffs. A lot of those guys won't be on that roster. But I think the you know the process and the appreciation it, it goes somewhere and it 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 it's something that like that team in 15 and 16 had and even 17 too um but you know i i i understand fans not really one giving a shit and two like not really reading too much into it but i feel like you know if you've ever played competitive sports i feel like it does mean something you know what i mean and i have yeah like i never got anything like that but yeah. i think it's back a lot to when harder I did, to like, be good at I mean? something if you can't stand the other people you're working with no right. matter what it is right it's it's a lot harder to be good if you're dealing with people that you don't like mm -hmm. and i will say this like rucker is a guy who's competing for a job and in some ways maybe alza is the type of guy that might be someone he's competing with of a mm. bullpen job right mm. but yet he's still thanking him and competing with him at the same time that yeah. goes back all the way to what max bain told us he said not only is there a ton of talent but nobody is going about it the wrong way they're all rooting for each other and he's like that's super rare at any level yeah. of mm. competitive sports yeah like i remember we talked to jordan wicks over the weekend um and he said that uh when javier Assad made his first start when he got first when he first got called up that they were all watching it in the Smokies locker room uh you know they were all rooting for him and just like keeping like paying close attention because that's right. you know that's one of their guys and then and that's another just example of how close knit they are whereas like yeah do they probably wish it was them making that start they wish they were up there with them doing it sure but just to see <laughs> one of your guys getting up there or just one of your guys succeeding in general like that's kind of you that's the vibe you get from this team so uh yeah like cody said it's just they're going to compete for a job some guys won't be here next year some you know there'll be new additions that you want to make sure they don't they're not they're they don't they're not going to ruin that culture that's starting to build mm -hmm. um but i think you know just what the guys that jed's bringing in um the clubhouse that david ross is running like it feels like there's a good culture in there and if that helps lead to more winning then that's i mean that's obviously the goal like the, yeah. having a good culture helps is probably the biggest variable in leading to winning outside of just like having good players like agree like, they have to be able to work well together so yeah i mean that, that's this you do love to see stuff like michael rucker you know just writing writing seems like a writing small letters, thing but man. it might be more than just writing a small letters thing. that's a yeah. That's handwriting letters <laughs> not sending a text or an no. email or that's no. pretty rare yeah uh before we move on yeah i like lucas's comment joe if you want to show it 
He says, uh, can we get Brennan to do a three-hour analytics show with Dell Metrics? And then Brennan said, hi, Lucas. Sure, no problem. So, I mean. <laughs> Cody just got roped into it. Well, we're doing th- you want me to sit and do me and Brennan do a, a podcast. And I'm going to have to do the math. Do do math? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Brennan, like, like just spewing all this information for like five minutes. And Cody's I like, think it's yeah. going to be, if we yeah, were to actually okay. do that, I feel like I'd have to actually lead it and be like, all right, Brennan, you're going to do a lot of talking. And uh, I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. He's going to ask you questions. Yeah. And then when we're talking about this guy and why he's so good, I'm like, yeah, his struts off the mound. I mean, and it, the D war of that is just off the charts. The vertical break on his struts. Yes, absolutely. Are 17 Holy degrees better shit. than any other pitcher. We just got another super chat, guys. Our, is that five or four? Four. Four, four, yeah. four super uh, chats. How many Hector. socks get? Oh, so you got guys. more than that. Oh, my really? God. The wow. socks, right. two fifty dollars super chat. You hear that? The socks? the socks got a fifty dollars super chat. The, Someone's got. That's top more than they spent in free agency. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, roasted. Socks uh, got two. By the way, I was thinking chat. biggest success stories of the season: winning as many playoff games as the White Sox. Oh, should boom, probably roasted. be high on the list. <laughs> All right, so Hector says, and he gave nine ninety nine. Shout out to you, Hector. Uh, Hector Valadero one Valadero. underscore. He says, was a pleasure watching you guys this whole season. Y'all made it definitely better. Never missed a podcast since opening day. Love that. Dude, that's I cool. Love that. yeah. Thank you, Hector. He was love here that. every and I, day. And, and I'm sure that we we have, again, our like our, our family in the chat, but I'm sure there are other people that watch the show, maybe just don't hop in the chat every day or, or maybe very rarely. Right, right, right. That, you know, we'll appreciate them watching, too. Like, that's... Just, mm-hmm. just, just getting... Or getting, just listening on the podcast. Yeah, listening on the right? podcast. Yeah. Anyone, listening. anyone that listens, watches, like, so much appreciation from our side from sitting in this sitting in these in these big ass chairs that i can't even touch the ground my, <laughs> that's why ryan leg, sits in the middle every my time, legs are too way. small yeah just <laughs> that's where the table is here so that no one can tell that Dude, Damn i it. felt like we kept that from everyone the entire year that's a behind now. the scenes thing ryan <laughs> yeah, now, I, now i let it go it's like the local news when they play off the music and everybody starts <laughs> talking and they're just going <laughs> yeah 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 um, um where were we, we were talking about the article Sorry. Yeah, so who yeah. are the like there's probably like five names that are obviously vying for if you're gonna knock it down to three, one of them has to be Nico, one of them has to be Steel. Yeah, and then there's open debate for number three, I would think, right? I think so. Keegan, you're you're the mayor's promotional guy. Yeah, yeah. He's the head of the of the campaign. Yeah, Ian Hap. Campaign manager. Campaign manager. Cody Delmetrics. Hap's a success story in that, like, he finally kind of lived up to, for a full season, what the Cubs had or thought they had picking him. What was it, ninth overall? Yeah. Seven years ago. Like, he finally, like, they they saw an all star there, had a really, really bumpy road for six seasons, five seasons, and, you know, was an all star this year. Like, that's, that's where the success comes from. We thought he was going to be traded along with Wilson at the trade deadline. Wasn't he still, I guess, theoretically could be traded this offseason. But I think the kind of expectation is that he's back and playing left field again next season. But yeah, I, I would agree. Like success story. Yeah. Like, he had a really good year. And that's even but waiting. He's, you know, he's one of their best hitters. Mm-hmm. He was an all-star and he might win a gold glove. Yeah. How could you not say he's one of the best success stories of the season? Absolutely. But Keegan's up there, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he... You know, April and May were tough. And 
there's a reason that I didn't shut up about Keegan Thompson because it was like literally one of the few things that got me excited. Like, yeah, Ian Happ having a great season was, was or starting off the season hot was great, and Nico really taking over shortstop was awesome. But like, Keegan out of the bullpen to start the year was was fun to watch. I guess honestly, the bullpen in general to start the year was fun to watch. But the Cubs were always down there. You know, they'd always find a way to blow a one run game, but Anytime Keegan Thompson went out there, he he really impressed me. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, you can put him on there. I, we talked about it yesterday. His role going into the next year is kind of up in the air, but I think wh- whatever it is, I think he's going to be good at it. Yeah, I mean, it's his floor is a very good multi-inning reliever. Like that, If that's your floor, you're clearly a good pitcher. Yeah. And obviously, he wants to start. The Cubs... I think still see him as a starter in the future. Um, and they'll probably build him up this off season to do that. But again, like that's, that's where the success comes in. It's like, you saw this guy. I looked at the stat early. I don't even have it in front of me anymore. I think it's, he had 10 starts of two, no 10 uh, relief outings of two and two thirds innings or more and fewer than one or fewer earned runs allowed. That's the most in like 40 years by a Cubs reliever. Like I think in the in in the two thousands, you know, from two thousand to now, only nineteen pitchers have reached ten, and he's one of them. Like he is a a good pitcher, a, a really good pitcher. Uh, yeah, he's a really good pitcher, and if his floor is as a reliever, that's like, if that's your worst case scenario, you're you. I think you're totally comfortable with that if you're the Cubs. Yeah, and uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Michael Collada's comment just. Was Uh-oh. like mind blowing. He says, "He says my blood pressure has always or has been great since I started watching the show. Great way to vent. You guys are definitely <laughs> the best. CHGO has <laughs> made my heart melt. And yeah. that's uh, that is my favorite favorite Michael Collada <laughs> there it is. comment that he's ever left. That's Ryan a had point. a nice uh, comment for us earlier too. Um, yeah, Ryan shout Clark. out to Ryan Clark. He says absolute <laughs> best. Love watching every minute of the season. Sorry." No, I just I love just, all the really nice comments. I was just, <laughs> while you were talking, I was running all also through my head some of the other success stories, and I had said like, yeah, it's probably five guys you could say. And then the more I'm thinking about it, and and this is crazy to say on a team that's this far out of it and this far below 500. Um, there's more than that. There just are. Like mm-hmm. Hughes is certainly a success story for the season. We, we already talked about Gomes, like finding Gomes as your veteran backup catcher at the time. Success story. How can you not say Sampson was a success story? Mm-hmm. He yeah. was. I'm not saying he's a huge piece of the future, but if you're saying biggest success stories of this season, how could you not say Adrian Sampson was on that list? Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe Again, not top three, but he's got to be. You got to mention the guy. Oh, he's a guy that got DFA'd by this organization then went to a different organization, got DFA'd by them, then got picked back up by this organization, pitched like once or twice, got sent down, got pissed off, got a chip on his shoulder, came back up and has pitched like a solid uh, rotation, you know, got a solid starting pitcher Mm. for three months, like over three months. Like he, yeah, for this season alone, Success story. How deep did he go today? Did he go five today? Well, he got hurt. He, he came out. Oh, yeah, he did get hurt. Precautionary, yeah. precautionary. precautionary I think thing. it was three or four or something like that. I think he came out in the fourth. Near and about as loyal as we've had. 
Yeah, Niren, great content, guys. Enjoyed the interactions and the Cubs chatting jokes. And we always love Niren's ideas, too. So if you're looking for uh off-season show idea, send us an idea yeah. if you've got one. And we didn't even mention for the biggest success stories, and obviously he's got to be top three or four, I would assume, Morell. Oh, yeah. Like, there, there was – I had zero expectation – for a guy named Christopher Morell going into the I barely knew the who season. the guy was. That's what I'm saying. I had I had no expectation. No, so no one to say he went he from was. here at 20 to now 21 and played hmm. multiple positions defensively. Mm -hmm. And how many home runs did he end up with? 16? 16, 17? Something like that. I'll look. Vibes alone, Cody vibes would say alone. he's top three. Vibes alone. Yeah, he, he really – he really did make a lot of the bad. Yes, sixteen home runs. He, he, sixteen he, homers he covered the black black cloud a little bit. I mean, and I just said a minute ago, like you know, April and May were so bad, but when he came up in May, man, like he lit the world on fire. Yeah. Not only the home run, but then what had like twenty four straight games getting on base. He had like a ten game hitting streak to start his career. Like, and then yeah, he had his ups and downs as every rookie does. But I, there's a lot of upside, and he's only twenty three. <laughs> God, is he 23 or he's oh, yeah, 23. He's I had the yeah. age is wrong. 23, yeah, yeah, yeah. 23. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, it would be more impressive like if he was 20. Chalk it up and he can play all over the here. field. I mean, there's Math. just so many things to like about the kid. Like, maybe the Cubs lucked into the lucked into him. Yeah, maybe, maybe they looked, maybe they saw him higher than anyone else did. I mean, again, I had heard of him coming into the year, but yeah. like. No one thought he was going to be with the Cubs. He just this wasn't year. on the radar. Like, yeah. Because he was in double A. Like, right. It was 20, it was double A, you know, 23. I think he had like a little bit of a rocky year last year. The strikeout rate was high. Mm -hmm. Like, it was some things like that. And then he really, again, if it wasn't for all the injuries that happened in the first couple months, he's not up. Like, he came no. up because they had so many holes on the active roster and he could play capable defense at like five positions. That's why he came up. That VR was, well, he got hurt too, but. Well, he, yeah. Yeah, right. He broke his tooth. Yeah. How a, young is his brother that's in 20? the Arizona Fall League? So maybe that's where I got 20. Yeah, yeah, in my I head. think he's like 20. Raphael. Well, if he's better than Christopher, I'm, I'm all in on that. Uh, Cody, do you have a pick of the week for us? A points bet pick of the week? Well, let's do uh, Thursday night football. All right. All right. All um, right. The under in primetime football games this year, folks, mm -hmm. is nine and three. Nine and three. The under. The under. And we get two shitty offensive teams tomorrow. And it's going to be 40 degrees in Denver. Mm. I mean, just sign yourself up for a lot of punts. Maybe Matt Ryan throws yet another interception because that's, I mean, that's what he does. Uh, still, I still think he's a Hall of Famer. Maybe day, this but. is the game Russell Wilson breaks out. Though. I mean, he had a good game against the it. Raiders. Like, he, the, the Denver offense did play better. But I think it's going to be a lot of running the ball, some punts. Maybe, uh, you know, some it, it's going to be a slow game. It, and it's Thursday night football, both teams on short weeks. Bet slam the under. I got it at 43 and a half. It's down to 42 last I checked. Take the under. One, because the trend. Two, because both these teams' offenses have not, they have not been great. And Jonathan Taylor is out for the Colts. So uh, I'm just saying, if the Broncos lose to the Colts, I don't know what we're going to do with our DNVR brothers <laughs> and sisters because I mean, will I not, am, I am it will take, be a bad scene. I it will taking, be a bad scene. In the I am Mile taking High Broncos City. minus three and a half. I don't love it, but I just think they're the better team. But, yeah. you know, but I, I love the under tomorrow. 
All right, let's get to the what everybody's really been waiting for really since the season started, and that is the Who You Got Championship. <laughs> really, yeah. This like, is this what is, everyone Sure, there about. was some Cubs baseball and some ice cream and stuff going on. And but some really, most people were worried about who's winning Who You Got for the, the year. This who are you guys the... picking for the game? Who's your Who You Got pick? Well, I had wisdom. <sighs> Cody had it wrapped up by like two or three points, two or three wins. I went with, for sentimental reasons, I went with Jonathan VR today. I just wanted him to somehow come through and then magically, you know, come back, be put back on the roster, have a walk-off Grand Slam, and somehow that would be enough for me to overtake the final points. Ryan went a controversial way. You want to explain what you did? Well, so I got the idea because Stucky was kind of soft the other day and said, I'm, if I win – you owe me a hundred points, but I lose and a pint nothing. of blood and a pint of blood. But I, oh, I lose nothing if <laughs> I don't. If I don't again. lose, if I don't, if I lose, who you got? I lose nothing. That's right. That's soft. That's not that. That's that goes against what this game is about. So I said, oh, I'm God. putting twenty five. Twenty five points going in. I'm putting it all on Ian Happ. Ian Happ never lives, never leaves Cincinnati with a homer without mm-hmm. a homer. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it all on Ian. Mm-hmm. And then what happened? And I said, I would. Take the asterisk if if I won, I yeah. was gladly take uh-huh. it. But I'm, I, you know, I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. I'm not scared of losing points. So I said, if I end up with zero and I end up below everyone, then I take it. And then Ian Hap got pinch hit four after one at bat. So so, you, so wisdom got hit by a pitch and he hit a double. His guy didn't play. Yeah. So so I was in it. <laughs> I was in it by not playing. VR helped saying. the he, team. He, he may have helped the team by not being That's on the right. field. That's right. Even I, though I they won the 15 to but, 2. But the point is that that plummeted Ryan. Yeah. I think that's the, the bigger story. So, Mavericks ahead of him. Who, who's a, who finished ahead of Ryan? Everyone. Joey. Joey finished ahead of me. Yep. Well, Joey's now takes Ryan's spot. I'm sorry. Yeah, what? I'm sorry. Joey what? finished third. Joey finished ahead of yeah. All right, all right. Third Joey, place finisher. Joey oh, finished oh, third. Come on, just for that. Joey just, just froze. Just for so that. Excited. Just for that. I'm ninety-nine dollars super chat. Whoa! Whoa! Oh, Steve's Steve's biggest fan. Wow! Love that. Love Mom, that. Take that, socks. Yeah. How, how do you like your two fifty-dollar uh, chats now? They like them apples. Yeah, Ninety-nine. That guy's never left a comment in the chat. What a Steve's what a biggest fan. Wow. Steve's biggest fan wow. just had to come out today. I love Wore it. The shirt love for it. You, thank Steve, you. Thank right you. There. Thank you. That's amazing. That's, that's incredible. So you finished behind Joey. Well, hold on. Finished no. in third. No, no, no. Hold on. I bet I bet 25 points. I have no idea how many points I got from April. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna look oh, at every who you got in April <laughs> so I can figure out how many points I really do have. As of today, and I think they're official because no, I'm the winner. Yeah, because you because you so conveniently forgot to. Oh, no one appointed me April. to actually do it. I just Cody, took it over. I feel like Cody did win more than we did. He didn't have the boldest pick of the season. That was it's Esteban Kiros winning. <laughs> winning again. It's all about the shot it's like winning bets. Points and it's like winning bets. Two. Sean has this problem where he chases plus money when it comes to gambling. And that's why I have more money than him. I'm just all about winning bets. And that's how I am about who you got. It's about taking the player that you think is going to shove or go three for four that day. Did Corey finish ahead of Ryan? Yeah. Everyone finished ahead did of Ryan. Did Rachel finish ahead of Ryan? Rachel did. Yes. Did Maverick yes. finish ahead of Maverick Ryan? Maverick finished ahead of Ryan. For now. For now. <laughs> for now. And next season, that. there will be new rules etched into stone 
by the commissioner. But I won. So Cody won. And for that, he gets uh nothing. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> get anything, but yeah, I do get bragging rights bragging the entire right. you, know, you know you know what you got? You got ninety nine ninety nine. I would love, love to be chat. able to take that ninety nine ninety nine for Steve's Super biggest chat. fan. Super Thank chat. you again, Steve's biggest fan. That was um, that was wonderful. That Thank that's you. a great way to end the regular season, right yeah. there. A big super chat. Nick G says, "Do rights for everybody." Oh, now that's an idea, especially while they someone, had that pumpkin cream cheese. Someone, one I, had last I, week. I think, wow. I think since Ryan got the lotus lowest total, he has to get do rights. No, for for us. Hey, no. I'm the only one that wagered 25 points because I. Well, I didn't I need had... to do it. I was leading. I thought it was over, so I took VR. Uh, <laughs> how did we forget highlights of the season? How did we forget the Wiener Circle trip? Oh, oh. yeah, being was... insulted at the Wiener Circle yeah. and put the work. Yeah, forgot about that. And I, getting free cheese fries. I actually forgot oh, yeah. we did that until like this second. Right, six months ago. Almost. That's a, yeah, it was feels a like a long time ago. ago. Oof. Rhonda says, great job, Cody. We've had a lot of fun. Yeah, I was going to say, Rhonda came in with the high guy. Hi, everyone. See, Rhonda's going to – we got a 99-99 super chat and then a, a hand wave from Rhonda. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Caselli asked – "Know who you, or said, yeah, know who you got in the playoffs? Uh, I mean, could we be could. a postseason one, I suppose. The only thing is we're not doing post-game, like, of games. Yeah. So unless we had to wait till the next day. Right, you'd have to go wait till the next day to say it. We'll see. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll come up we with could something. Try, we could try it and see how it works. We'll come up with something. Special maybe, offseason. Maybe nothing, but we'll have a I play. won for the season. We can do a special postseason. Well, but it I, go I, I know one season. thing we should do is a draft of players that will be on the roster next year. That's a good idea. Including guys that maybe currently aren't on the roster next year. Right yeah. now, okay, uh, absolutely for sure. As in, like, active or forty man, or how? Like, or trades or oh, free agents? Anyone, like, come, anybody, any, oh, anybody, okay. any name you want to throw on there that could be on the Cubs roster. Now. First round pick, Shohei Otani. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, Cubs win the final game of the season, fifteen to two. They finish seventy four and eighty eight. More importantly, we had a blast hanging out with you guys uh, throughout the season mm -hmm. again. We will still be here Friday. We're going to do a podcast at four o'clock, mm -hmm. bringing you some of the comments from Jed Hoyers. He speaks about uh, where the franchise is at, where they're going in the off season, mm -hmm. what the next steps are for uh, Carter Hawkins and himself and the rest Corey of the Cubs. And Brennan tomorrow, Corey and Brennan tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Then we're Friday we're with the, Friday. with the Hoyer podcast. Mm -hmm. And then starting on Monday, one twenty, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Right. That will include, we don't want to give it away, Thursday, a super special guest. That's super, super, super special. special. Just wait on Mind-blowing guest. And we'll have guests throughout the offseason anyway. Yeah, yes, we will. We'll, but. but we're going to start big. We're going we're gonna to start big. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the plan, at least. Uh, yeah. Before we get out of here, I'm about to go on Danny Rocket's podcast. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Literally as soon as we end this. So if you want to continue to look at my face, go go join that. Okay. The Rocket Man. Yeah. Shout out to the San Ranto show. Well, and, he, and he's also the guy that breaks the cup snake a lot, too. He does. He does. So, which we appreciate that. Stop the COVID cup. Uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, checking out the CHGO Cubs postgame podcast and our podcast all season. And hopefully continuing into the offseason. Take care. Fly the W. And we'll see you on Friday.